first of all, like, thanks for taking the time out of your guys' crazy schedules uh, to come listen to me talk about myself. Um, and so when Brianna asked me, I was like, yeah, sure, I guess if people want to hear about me, why not? Um, and so I guess I'll start from the beginning uh, when I graduated from high school and I had actually came to UNL and UNL was honestly not my first choice in school and UNL was kind of more of the option of it's closer to home, uh, it's a lot more affordable and so that's kind of why I came to UNL um, and so when I first came for, from high school I wanted to be a wildlife veterinarian and so in high school I had the opportunity to like job shadow uh, a veterinarian in South Sioux City where I'm from and she basically said or I saw like what it was like to be like a small animal veterinarian and I thought that was really boring for me and so I kind of figured well I still want to be a vet but I would rather do something a little bit more exciting from my perspective and do something more with wildlife and so when I came to UNL the lady in charge of the vet pre-vet program she basically told me well not a lot of people uh, go to vet school so what you should do and what we recommend to our students is you should major in something that's not per se like vet medicine um, and you should just do something different but you're still studying to be a veterinarian kind of a thing and so that's kind of why I chose fisheries and wildlife um, and so from there when I was my first semester as a freshman uh, Sarah Wynn which is like the advisor for the natural resources the school of natural resources she was the one that said well your first two years are obviously going to be general credits your first semester you should at least have like a fun course and so she was the one that put me in like the 101 course that all fisheries and wildlife students I think all the school of natural resource students have to take and so that course basically has where each week there's a new faculty coming in from the department and so they come in and they talk to us about this is what you can do with your major and that's kind of where I met John and so for those of you that don't know John he's my advisor and he's the director of the School of Natural Resources and by pure coincidence my first semester at UNL was also his first semester and so uh, he kind of gave a presentation in our class and he talked about his experience of coming from the University of Georgia and how he's been doing uh, study abroad trips to Botswana. And so his presentation had like all the research he's done with lions and stuff like that. And so when I heard him talk about that, I instantly knew like, I have to go with him. I don't know what it take, what's gonna take to get there, but I need to go. And I remember like right after the class ended, I went straight up to him and I said like, John, like I really wanna go with you. Um, I'm just a freshman, like I know that, but like I really, really wanna go. Like what you just said is what I really wanna do. And so he was like, oh yeah, no, like that's fine. Um, I don't know when I'm gonna do a study abroad, but like I'll keep you posted. And so then like time kind of passed by and my roommate actually came up to me and said like, oh, this guy named John came to talk to us at our class. He's taking students to Botswana this summer. And I was like, well, that's weird because John said he's not gonna do it until maybe like my sophomore year of, like after my sophomore year. And that was kind of in my plan of, 
after my sophomore year, I'll go. And she's like, no, he's taking people now. And so at the time when I was a freshman, I felt like not a lot of people went to like study abroad fairs. It, at first it was still pretty small. And so when I went to the East Campus study abroad fair and I went to go talk to John again, um, I was actually the only person in the room. And so it was just me and John and John was giving this whole presentation of his study abroad trip and what he's gonna have. And so he had said that the trip is only meant for juniors and seniors. And so at the end, I kind of said, listen, like I know it's for juniors and seniors and I'm just a freshman, but I really want to go. And so I just kind of kept bugging him and kept going to all of his meetings. Um, I think he says I emailed him, but I think that's a lie. Uh, but he says I basically like bothered him so much that he's like, fine, just come on the trip and leave me alone kind of a thing. And so that was kind of the start of the whole thing of I went and I was the youngest person on the trip and everybody else was kind of like junior seniors. He had grad students. Um, I remember I was like 18 and um, yeah. And so like that was kind of the start of the relationship with John. And I think just the fact that it was a faculty led trip and it was a faculty member from UNL that kind of provided a space and an opportunity for that barrier to kind of break down of that professor role. And so I was able to kind of see John as not the director of the school, like not a professor. I just kind of saw him as uh, the guy in charge of us in Botswana. And so it was a lot more of a personal experience. And I think with, after you graduate, you kind of need those kinds of recommendations of people that are able to say, oh, in these kinds of situations, she was like, this is how she responded. Or taking everything out of the picture. I mean, we were in the middle of nowhere, camping for a month. And so there's nothing really to influence you. Like there's no, your family's not there. Media isn't there. And so he really just kind of got to see the raw side of who each of us were. Um, and I think that was kind of what put me on this path of, the whole time that I was there, it wasn't, for in my, from my perspective, it wasn't, oh, cool, the elephants, the lions, which, I mean, that was kind of what drove me there. But when I saw all the other grad students, it was more of, how can I get to where they're at? And what can I ask them to kind of um, use that for myself? And so I really took that opportunity to kind of pick the brains of everybody that was there that was older than me, just because I was so young and I didn't know anything. I just wanted to learn everything I could. So I was just asking everybody questions and things like that. And I think that's what um, got John to really offer me the opportunity coming back because after the study abroad trip, I didn't have it in my mind that I was going to do research. I didn't even know what research was. Um, and it was John that kind of set me aside afterwards and was like, hey, would you ever consider going back? And so from there, I basically said like, sure, but obviously like studying abroad is really expensive. And so from there, I basically had to learn like, what are some ways that I can kind of not pay as much every time going back? And so since it was the same trip, I did different things of, I wouldn't take the same amount of credits as the undergrads. 
so that I wouldn't have to pay as much tuition because I'm not taking the course anymore. I'm doing research. Um, the university has a lot of different funds for undergrads to do research as well. So I applied for like UCARE, but I mean, UCARE is super competitive. I remember I didn't get it the first time I applied. Um, so I, I only got UCARE like my last year of my undergraduate. Um, I applied for, I know Study Abroad has an internship program where if you're not necessarily going on a study abroad program, but you're doing research or an internship, they, the study abroad will actually pay for you to do these kinds of things. Um, I know in, within my department, there's like the Cabela's apprenticeship where they fund research. Um, IANR had a program as well for research projects for students, if I'm not mistaken, but I basically did all kinds of research of what's, um, what are ways that I can fund myself to get me abroad um, and for my project. And so that kind of allowed me to continue to keep going um, and kind of set up, John was the one that kind of set up the project for me. And then I just kind of looked for different sources of funding for myself since I was an undergraduate. Um, and so then as I continued to go, I met with somebody at like an event and they brought up the fact that there's something called the McNair program. And the McNair program is basically a program that's for either minorities or uh, first generation students, um, think low income, and I might be missing a couple of other ones, but at least if you identify with one of these, uh, you qualify. And it's a program that's meant to get people that normally wouldn't be going to grad school or it would be more difficult for them. Um, kind of help them and then try to get them into graduate school. And so that was kind of what helped pave the way for me to even be able to get to my master's. Uh, they helped me with uh, summer to, they funded like one of my summer research years. Uh, they helped pay for my GRE. Um, they paid for, it was just like a, a lot of different things, mentorship and things like that. And so it, they really helped me kind of solidify where exactly I wanted to go for graduate school. And a big reason why I also stuck with UNL for my master's was not necessarily the project, um, which I mean, like, I really like the project. It's really cool. But a big thing that they like to emphasize for graduate school is the fact that it's more important who your advisor is than what school you go to, uh, what the project is, because graduate school is very uh, you driven. And it's very, if however productive you are, um, that's how fast you're going to finish your master's or, you know, there's like so many things that could go wrong. And so being able to have an advisor that's able to kind of uh, be your biggest advocate and that you, um, I would say have really good chemistry with is much more important than the project uh, because you're going to have problems, data analysis, at the end it starts getting kind of tiring. And so the fact that I had somebody like John uh, really helped me out. And uh, I mean, my family always jokes around and says that uh, he's like my second dad and he's like my Irish father. And um, he and I really connected with him also just because of the fact that uh, we're, for, we're both first generation Americans. Uh, his parents are from Ireland and mine are from Mexico. 
And so and he's also first generation student. And so I'm as well. And so I really identified with him and it really allowed for me to connect with him even more to where being able to talk to him about my family and him being able to understand if I'm going through something or things like that, um, <clears throat> that really helped me out a lot. Uh, so that was kind of the big reason why I kept going and staying here at UNL was just because of the people that I met. And then um, just having somebody like John who is willing to advocate for you and no matter where he went, um, he was always either talking to people about me. Um, that really helped me out a lot uh, because he was using his connections to kind of help me out. And so I think the fact that I chose a study abroad program with a professor that wants to use his connections to help other students was really beneficial. And I really like the aspect that UNL has the faculty-led programs just because you're able to really get to know the faculty member a lot more. Um, and so that's kind of how I got here. Um, but I don't know how much you guys want me to talk about my research or if you want to still go more into depth about just my journey here, if I have any tips on like what to do or what I would want to do different. Um, I'd rather leave more most of the time for the students. I just kind of want to give a little short spiel about how I got here.